and welcome to the Diagnosis Infertility Podcast, where tears, encouragement, and laughter will fill your soul. My name is Andrea, and my medical chart reads infertility, but I prefer to think of myself as an IVF warrior, because even though I now have two little humans in my house, that diagnosis not only has stayed on my medical chart, but continues to drive who I am. And when I was in the thick of it, it controlled who I was. I hated my body. I did not take care of myself. My mindset was totally off and I obsessed about getting pregnant. And maybe you can connect with that too. If so, this podcast is for you. Here, it's all about real talk and giving you validation in that annoyingly real and raw emotion through this journey. As a health and life coach, I not only want to share my journey, but set you up with success as you navigate your own fertility struggles. Buckle up, lady, because here we go. Hello, what's up, team? I'm glad you're back. And today I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about how to weather the storm. And that storm could be really anything. It could be infertility. It could be cancer in your life or in a family member's life. It could be depression, anxiety. Maybe something is going on in your marriage. It doesn't really matter what it is. It's a storm. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about, well, do I have updates from this week? My daughter was very sick. It was very scary, but she's better now, and I don't really want to go into it, so we'll just kind of breeze past that. It was National Infant Loss and Awareness Day on Saturday, and because of my daughter's sickness and because I had a lot of things going on on Saturday, I didn't quite get to social media like I wanted to, but I definitely noticed the world was blowing up with honoring those babies that were lost and honoring the mothers that have lost babies. So it's okay if you weren't there yet to participate in that. It's okay if you didn't know you're not a bad person. And it's okay if you totally participated in that. Every year I've lit a candle in honor of Corbin, which is the baby we've lost, and in honor of the women around me who have lost a baby, which is a lot, it turns out. A lot of my friends have had a miscarriage, and a lot of people in my life have talked to me about losing a baby. So if that is you and you fall into that category, hugs to you, and yeah, here we go. Okay, there's this concept I've been thinking about. It's the concept that no life is left unscathed. I used to think that certain people had it all together. From the outside looking in, it was perfect. They had their kids. Things came easily to them. They owned their businesses. Seemingly the perfect marriage. Like those cliche movies where there's this pop star looking up at the castle walls, thinking about this princess wishing she could be her because you know she has everything, that the princess has everything. And then the princess is looking down at the pop star at the same time, wishing she had her life because she would be so free. And then they switch and they learn a lesson on the other side or they become super grateful for who they are and what they have. Even the princess and the pop star have their struggles, their things. 
That's straight out of a Barbie movie, by the way. So let me set the stage here for you. I love to feel good. I love to be happy and I love to be my best self. And on the days that I am not my best self, I think of what I did differently to make me feel off or foggy or crabby or bloated. And I make a plan on how to change that and feel differently the next day because I hate to feel icky. Okay. But it's different with sadness. Sadness is an entirely different beast that isn't as easily overcome. Like brain fog. When I have brain fog, I think of what I can do. What can I put into my body and fuel my body with for me to think more clearly and to be more alert? When I am bloated, which is one of the things that has really bogged me down, I think of the things that I put into my body that day and I think of what to do differently for the next day so I feel less bloated. But when I'm sad, it's different. Because to me, being my best self is feeling good in my body. So like my body is functioning at a high capacity. And often if I'm at a high capacity, I am less stressed. And I have more energy, allowing me to be happier. But emotions... You don't just fuel your body differently for your emotions. There really isn't anything you can do to just overcome sadness because sadness is usually present because of a deep grief or the loss of something or because there's a true fact that you're letting sink in and maybe starting to accept. When I say that no life goes unscathed, it means that we all have our stuff. No matter how positive you are, no matter who we are, no matter how much you love life and feel good, you are not unscathed from the clouds rolling in and the storm approaching. I'm kind of feeling that right now in my life, that there are some dark clouds rolling in. And how am I going to handle this? And what am I going to do to support the relationships around me through this? And the first thing I can think of in my first answer is acceptance of where I am at with this feeling of heaviness and sadness and preparing for the storm to come. It's right here, like the acceptance part, the preparation that is interesting to me. It's in this moment. It's right here that is interesting. When you think of it like a hurricane or a really bad storm, you hear about what is about to come. Some people take that information and carry on with their life without a thought in the world and will handle what happens when it happens. I like to call myself future Andrea when I fall into that category. Future Andrea will worry about that. I've got too much other shit on my plate right now. Other people accept the news of what is to come and prepare for the storm. They pick up their yards, they tie down loose ends, shut things up, maybe put a few boards on the windows, get their rain spouts down. Maybe they head to the store and get some food, flashlights, batteries, etc. They prepare to support themselves as much as they can with the knowledge that they have, maybe to make the storm a little easier to ride out, or in some cases, survive. So right now, there are dark clouds rolling in. Maybe you see them too in your life. Maybe it's sunny skies right now for you. And if the sun is shining and there are clear skies in the distance, listen up. Just because it's sunny doesn't mean that one day you might not see the clouds rolling in. This is for you as well. The analogy of a storm is very fitting for a struggle because when you are in the thick of it, in the trenches, You might be hunkered down inside, hearing the rain pelt the window, 
The house might be shaking a little bit from the wind, but you are safe inside. Maybe you've run downstairs and you're hiding in the bathtub, or maybe you're enjoying a book or a scary movie to fit the scene. Whatever it is you are doing on the inside, does it change what's happening on the outside? The storm is still strong, raging even. I kind of feel like that with the struggle. A really junky, crappy, kind of shitty situation that you might be in right now. Infertility was that for me. My mother-in-law having cancer was that for me. One of my people who was diagnosed with a very scary and rare form of cancer earlier this year was that for me. My daughter being sick last week was was that for me. Maybe you're going through an uncharted territory right now or an unknown. The storm is rolling in or beating against the window. Let's take infertility for an example. To set this scene, it's been a year of no luck getting pregnant naturally. The doctor visits, then the tests, then the IUIs, the negative pregnancy tests, all the other pregnancy announcements, a doctor telling you this may never happen for you, the loss of your baby. The storm is gaining its power, its strength, and it's hurling at you. It's like 75 mile an hour winds and the hail beating at your window panes. But you're inside and you're safe and you're warm. But there's still a storm raging on. It prevents you from doing things you want and love outside of the house. It may cause you to cancel plans because it's not safe. It's kind of how infertility is, right? It's kind of sadness in general, right? The storm is raging around you, but the storm isn't everywhere. Some places it's still sunny and you see people laughing and smiling. They're disgustingly happy, actually, and they're having a great effing day. I remember feeling like this when I was on bed rest with my son. The world around me was moving on and I was weathering a storm. I wasn't prepared for it, nor did I expect that it was a storm. I didn't know. To the outside, because I was pregnant with my IVF baby, I might have seemed like I was being unscathed because I was pregnant. And didn't everyone going through infertility want that, wish that? Would trade places with me on bed rest in an instant if that meant they'd have this little mister on the other side? What they didn't see was that I was an intense sadness, a sense of loss and longing. I was very sad. I was very alone. It was very dark. I had also just buried my husband's mom. So that goes for anyone on the other side of what we want. If we are dreaming of a family that goes for the mothers, they are not left unscathed. The person who, person who seemingly has the perfect life, they are not safe either from sadness or grief or the trenches. No life goes unscathed. We are all in this life where there will be clouds rolling in. Maybe you aren't in the infertility trenches anymore. Maybe you are past them and you have some trauma that you haven't dealt with. And there's a storm of ruin. Maybe a child is getting sick. Maybe your parent. Maybe your marriage is rocky. And you haven't admitted it to anyone. Maybe maybe you think your marriage is rocky and your husband thinks it's totally honky-dory. I don't know. Maybe you are struggling so much with your undealt anxiety that you just can't 
that's a storm too. So right now, if you are at the start of a storm or in the thick of it or nearing the end, you are not alone. Here are a few things that I have learned from my own storms and would like to share with you because maybe it'll help you too. Number one. Okay, write this down, guys. Number one, accept the storm. Acknowledge its power that it has on you. Don't accept this as weakness in you, because it's not. Accept this as fact and what's going on around you. You have no control over the weather. You don't have control over the storm either. Accept the storm. Lean into it. Accept the negative pregnancy test. Accept the cancer. Accept the struggles in the marriage. Accept the anxiousness, the anxiety. Lean into it. There's power in that. The next one is drink water. When we are anxious or down, it is easy to forget to take care of ourselves. If you do one thing for your health today drink water. Number three is talk about it. Find an outlet, start a blog, journal in your own journal, tell your partner. I am feeling especially down today. I wanted to tell you because you always make me feel better. I've told this to my husband countless times and once he hears that I called just to hear his voice that I was feeling down and that he always makes me feel better, it A, makes him feel uber needed and B, works because he he feels that need. And do this with anyone. People don't read minds. They may think you simply don't want to talk about the storm. And I'm telling you, start the conversation. Start with, I'm feeling down and I came to you because you helped me feel better. And just see what happens. They may not have time that exact second, but believe you me, they will show up and they will come around for it. And number four is prepare your house for the storm. So this isn't exactly going out and tying down literal things, but maybe it has to do with securing a girl's date, getting matching tattoos. (laughs) Okay, that one's a bit crazy. And I literally just asked my crew last week to get tats together and it it did not go over well. So I'm in. Um, They are not. So that's maybe not a good one. But maybe you get necklaces instead to support each other. Or maybe you put affirmations in place, find a new podcast, find blogs, finally call and set up that appointment with a primary care provider, call and get an appointment scheduled for therapy. But get things in place that will help you weather the storm. And it's easier if you prepare before the hurricane hits, but just because you didn't, it doesn't mean it's too late because you don't have to do it alone. And with the only things you have right now, You, my dear, can add to your survival kit. Okay, that's it. I love you. If you're in a storm, tell me all about it. I'm here for you. I'd love to support you. Go follow me on Instagram, her.andreahensrud. And thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. Thank you for pressing play today. If you found value in today's episode or feel that someone in your life could use a burst, Share this episode on social media. Don't forget to tag me in it so I can give you a shout out. Or send it to your husband, a friend, or even your mom right now. Sometimes we need to share what resonates with us so other people can understand too. And remember, 
Maybe it's time to stop being afraid of what can go wrong and start being excited about what can go right. You've got this. You are doing a great job. Until next time.